Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In tonight's video, I'm just going to be recapping the Thursday night football game. So I'm recording this on Thursday night, just finished watching the Panthers take on the Texans. And I'm just kind of going to talk through the game, the box score, the fantasy football implications of everything that went down tonight. So if you guys are watching this and you enjoy the content, please just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Obviously, this wasn't some crazy exciting game. You know, I don't think anyone really had a ton of expectations going in, but football is football, and it's always fun to watch a nice primetime game. But I think we really have to start it off with Christian McCaffrey going down with that injury. I think it was early second quarter, and just as an overall NFL fan, that's just not what you want to see. You know, Christian McCaffrey is one of the most fun players to watch in the NFL. So him going down is definitely terrible. And then basically, if you had the first pick in really any fantasy football draft, it was probably very likely that you selected Christian McCaffrey number one, and now he's down. They ruled him out, you know, for the entire game pretty quickly, which isn't a great sign. You know, he was in the medical tent for a while, but then he did kind of walk off on his own power. I'm obviously not a doctor. That would lead me to believe that it's not incredibly serious. Obviously serious enough, they, they knew right away he couldn't go back into the game, but we're really just going to have to wait and see what happens. If you're a Christian McCaffrey owner, you're definitely hoping you have Chuba Hubbard as a backup moving forward because he was the guy who definitely took over the majority of the touches. Obviously his production and ceiling is going to be nowhere near Christian McCaffrey's, but I mean a little bit of a consolation prize for suffering that rough injury. And let's just stick on the Panther side. Talking about Sam Darnold, he's played really well the first two weeks of the season, had a nice matchup here. So he's definitely someone who could have been a fringe start in maybe a little bit deeper leagues. And overall, he played pretty solid, you know, over 300 passing yards, 23 of 34 with 304 passing yards. He added on to those passing numbers with two rushing touchdowns, which really gave him a nice overall finish, 11 total rushing yards. But in most leagues, those rushing touchdowns are six points as opposed to passing touchdowns, which are four. So overall, a really nice day for Sam Darnold. And honestly, the thing that stuck out to me most on this offense was that DJ Moore just further established himself as the clear-cut number one. He is the alpha out of that wide receiver room. You know, there's no more competition between Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel. Obviously, Curtis Samuel is gone, but it's really not even a debate anymore over who is the number one. Robbie Anderson was basically nowhere to be found tonight. I'm pretty sure he only had one reception, and it's just kind of crazy because last year, he was the super volume heavy guy. You know, he was the one getting a lot of the targets. DJ Moore was more of that big play guy, and they kind of flipped roles, but DJ Moore is just the more talented wide receiver overall, so he's been able to succeed everywhere, whereas Robbie Anderson has basically become non-existent in this offense, and it's also crazy because they extended him, you know, before the season even started, so you would kind of think, you know, if he wasn't going to be super involved, why would they be paying him, you know, some pretty nice money? I don't know. Hopefully, he can turn it around, but I mean, honestly, you know, one more week of limited production, he's honestly a candidate that you could drop I mean, in eight, 10 team leagues, there are potentially some better options on the waiver wire already. So just something to monitor. You had Terrace Marshall, you know, as the wide receiver too. He's someone that I still don't think is going to have a ton of value just because it's basically DJ Moore, number one, eight receptions, 126 yards. He's finally getting that volume now that he's operating as more of an all around wide receiver and not just a deep threat. But then after DJ Moore, you've got all these other wide receivers kind of competing for those touches. And I just don't know if I'd feel comfortable throwing any of those guys into my lineup, you know, if they're not named DJ Moore. I'm just going to talk about Chuba Hubbard a little bit. So obviously he came in for relief for Christian McCaffrey 
11 carries, 52 yards. Obviously, that's solid efficiency. Three receptions for 27 yards. So he's definitely someone who, if Christian McCaffrey is out, you know, for the foreseeable future, he's someone who's probably going to be a pretty solid start for you. He's definitely not going to have the same monopoly over the overall touches that McCaffrey does have. You know, you're going to see Royce Freeman involved as well, but I mean, he's still probably going to be getting, you know, 60, 70% of the opportunities and on a Panthers team that, you know, is kind of built to run through that running back position. That's obviously a solid piece for you. And then let's kind of switch over to this Texans offense. And there's really not going to be a lot to talk about here. It's probably going to be one main guy. We saw Davis Mills make his NFL debut. I don't really think anyone had super high expectations, you know, going into this game. You know, he played all right, 19 for 28, 168 yards, a passing touchdown. They obviously weren't kind of just letting him rip. And for obvious reasons, you know, he's probably not ready. So he was really kind of just playing it safe. The Houston run game was pretty much non-existent. You had Mark Ingram, six carries, 21 yards, you know, a long of six. You had David Johnson, two carries, 11 yards. And then Philip Lindsay, seven carries, five yards. So less than one yard a carry. So run game was basically not there. I really haven't been interested in any of these backs. Once we kind of figured out it was going to be a three-headed committee there. You know, you've got Ingram, David Johnson, and Philip Lindsay. And on an offense, that's not going to be very good. That's just not something that I really want to invest in at all. But the main guy in this Texans offense, he's really just going to be carrying this team throughout the season. It is Brandon Cooks, nine receptions, 112 receiving yards, 11 overall targets, and 112 receiving yards. That's great, right, on any day, but it's even better when the total passing yard number for the team was 168. He had 112 of their 168 passing yards. That's just absurd. He's really the only competent receiver on this team. You know, you have Anthony Miller out there, who's the wide receiver too right now. You have Danny Amendola injured, but Brandon Cooks has that top job secured 100%. He's someone that I was really high on going into the season. Just because I was looking at this roster, you've got no competition. I knew the offense was going to be bad, but Brandon Cooks is still a talented receiver. He's still going to find a way to get himself involved. So if you have Brandon Cooks on your team, I just think you should be very solid with him moving forward because he's basically guaranteed to be getting that volume. You know, obviously he's not going to be getting like 60 plus percent of the overall yardage on the team every game, but he's probably going to be targeted, you know, close to 10 times every single outing. So that'll give him a really nice floor. And honestly, I think that's going to wrap up this recap. You know, obviously it wasn't a super exciting high scoring game, not a ton to talk about, probably because the Texans team basically only has one guy to mention. But still, you know, football's football. It was fun to watch. Hopefully Christian McCaffrey is able to make a recovery, get back soon. You know, for fantasy, we want him in our lineups. And for the real NFL, we want to see him out on the field. So hope he recovers quickly. If you guys enjoyed the video, please just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. This week, I've posted my start sits. For every position, I've gone through my positional rankings, my top 30 wide receivers and running backs, my top 20 quarterbacks and tight ends. So go check those out if you haven't seen them already. I'll be putting out an injury report tomorrow, you know, just going through which players are questionable in, out for Sunday and Monday. So look out for that. But thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.